Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Music Buzz Podcast. The Music Buzz Podcast features candid discussions with and about those behind the scenes in the music business, including industry veterans representing the segments of musician, design, and live. All three Music Buzz podcast hosts have spent their careers working with the biggest names in entertainment and have been and are still a fly on the wall. Dane Clark as the drummer for John Mellencamp's band for over 20 years and various solo projects. Hugh Sign, a world-renowned graphic artist for the biggest names in music and the corporate world. Andy Wilson, an award-winning marketing and public relations executive with over 20 years of combined multi-level entertainment industry experience in the music and sports business. Now let's buzz. Hello and welcome back to the Music Buzz Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Andy Wilson, along with Dane Clark. Hey, Dane. Hi, Andy. And also Hugh Syme. Hey, Hugh. Hey, Andy. Today, our guests are rock and roll recording artists and globetrotting journeymen, Devin Allman and Donovan Frankenreiter. The pair recently released their collaborative EP called Rollers. It's a banger. It's good. I spent the weekend listening to it. It's a six-song collection that features the singles Calling All You Riders and See It All. And see it all, indeed, is what these two are doing right now because they're rolling across the country trying to set a world record. We're going to dive into that a little bit. 50 states. Let's get into that. Anyway, welcome to the Music Buzz, Donovan and Devin. Thank you, Andy. Thank you. So tell us the story. We'll we'll get into the record in a little bit, but why the two are there? You guys trying to kill yourselves? What's going on? Gluttons for punishment. Well, Devin uh, called me last year around this time and said, I have this idea. And before he finished his sentence, I said, I'm in. And then, and then he finished a sentence, and I went, "Hold on a minute." Yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> what I get myself into? Yeah, but uh, you know, it's exciting. We decided to do this, and as it got closer, we uh, were kind of thinking, "Oh shit, what are we getting ourselves into?" But we were ten shows in; we got forty to go, and it's just been really exciting. You know, it's been really fun, and it's been great being out on the road and uh, not having one day off. You know, it's sort of like an experience of a lifetime. So are you doing this as as a duo or a band? We've combined the two bands actually. You know, it's a couple of my cats and 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 Donovan's a longtime bass player. Um, but yeah, I mean, I had the idea like 10 years ago, and I just thought, man, wouldn't that be cool to do a show in all 50 states in consecutive days? And uh it was about 10 years ago. And then when when I was turning 50, the idea came back. I was like, well, now that would be cool. And then I'm like, well, shit, I wouldn't want to do it alone. I would need a, a co-conspirator. And I immediately thought of Donovan out of a, a massive circle of musician friends because I thought that literally he was crazy enough to do it. He he He's already known for like going to Europe and doing a 35-day run without a day off, like mm. 35 shows straight. So I was like, he could hack it. 
and he's turning 50 in the within the same couple of months as me so uh yeah took it to my agent and they were like oh god like because they know that that's a that's a lot i was gonna say your agent wanted they wanted to kill you right <laughs> so both agents uh did some heavy lifting and, and got it done here we are if it's 50 it, so is it in every state or we we can't we're not talking alaska and hawaii here. oh right? yeah yeah. We're, yeah we're flying to alaska we're flying to hawaii the very first day of the tour we did two shows in two different states because there's a couple of cats that have been days. So Devin said, we have to do it at 49. We got to break this record. You see you doing it as a duo, but to hear that you have got, you know, transport trucks, rigging, band members, <laughs> you're nuts. Yeah, it's really, it's really something special. The last guy I think that did it just played acoustic everywhere. So we thought if we we're going to do this, we might as well combine the bands, do one set together. Um, and then when I was out on the Almond Family Revival, a thing that Devin has every year uh, is when we really were honing in on the dates and stuff. And I said, hey, maybe if we have time, let's try to put music together. So we weren't just pulling from our sort of our catalogs. And this has been like, for me, it's been really great every night going up and playing new music on this tour as well. We're doing the whole Roller ZP. And then Devin's got like three of his songs. I got like three of my songs. And it's a really, I don't know, it's been really fun. And uh sort of a breath of fresh air to play new music on this tour. We're not just kind of doing our old catalog and just kind of making it through. It's all new music. It's fresh. How long is your show? It's about an hour, 15, hour and a half. Are you guys busting a gut as soon as the show's over, kind of heading to the next city kind of thing? Pretty much. I mean, the crew's breaking down the stage. You know, if if we're if we're off stage at 10, 10, 30, we're done with like the meet and greets by 11-ish. We're trying to get out there by by 1 a.m. I mean, you know, traveling by night absolutely helps the cause being on a bus. It's really been great. It's, uh, you know, like Donovan said, it's really great to do some new music. And and the collaboration was was really organic and uh, really cool. The songs didn't take long to write. We had uh, Luther Dickinson from North Mississippi All-Stars uh, backstage with us every day working on the songs. He produced the EP. Um, love Luther. He's just a, he's a really great sounding board and 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 it's got a great set of ears. Is he Jim's son? Yeah. He, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Him and Cody they they started North Mississippi All Stars like twenty years ago. Mm. Yeah, uh, you know, both of them are brilliant and and super close friends of mine. So, well, the EP is really good. I watched the video too that uh, Barry had sent over to watch. Video's great. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. It's everything about it's just awesome. I, I love this. You know the concept that you guys are doing but the ultimately look it all comes down to the songs right and the and the EP is really badass you guys should be really proud of it thanks man it's it's you know it's interesting i was curious to see how the you know the chemistry would go i mean donovan certainly got a laid back kind of surfer folky rock you know thing going and you know my things there's a little of that a little of americana in there but you know also some kind of like high octane blues and you know so it's kind of cool on the EP i think that we go from uh you know, something pretty, pretty ballsy, like where you're going to run to, to something kind of dreamy and trippy, like Electric Lady. And they're, they're really simple songs and they, and that's by design. It, it's, it's really, you know, the, the thing's supposed to take you for a little ride. The whole, the whole thing was really inspired by this, uh, this vision of this tour. And the, the reason for the tour isn't just to go out there and like claim a world record. It's to inspire people to get out there and see this beautiful country. If, you know, if you got the grand Canyon on your bucket list, you know, times buddy, get out there and, 
You know, if you can afford a eight dollar coffee at Starbucks every day, you can get your ass over to Whitewater Rafting in in Wyoming and 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 to New York City if you've never been. And and that's it's like a it's a call to arms to inspire people to to embrace travel. Calling all you writers, the perfect opening song, right? Totally. And we're gonna see it all. And you know, a lot of the lyrical content, you know, fifty days and fifty nights is in the run to and. You're no strangers to travel domestically. And you're mentioning earlier that Donovan, you know, would do 35 days in Europe. And I just noticed that you did a live, live at Abbey Road project as well, which must have been kind of fun. Yeah, that was really wild. That was almost 20 something years ago. It was, it was really interesting because um, we it was we only had one record out and it was on Jack Johnson's label, Brushfire. And the label Universal in Europe asked us to do a live recording at Abbey Roads in front of people and then use Studio B and use a bunch of the Beatles gear that they had, the microphones. And wow. When it all happened, it was interesting because it's sort of something that you would ask a band to do after they have five or six albums. We literally had one record and I was like, holy shit, I don't even care. Fuck yes, we want to do it. And I <laughs> take so advantage. On, I couldn't even believe it. And we, you know, you look back 20 something years, 22 years later, you know, it wasn't like we were unprepared, but we weren't sort of like in the scene for a while you know and i didn't have a lot of material and we kind of had to stretch songs out but i'm like i'll do anything to go into abbey roads it was sort of like a surreal time i look back and wonder how it even happened but it was it was incredible that was a really neat experience yeah anything associated with the beatles is is quite a trip you know having having any brush with that world yeah it was it was it was incredible can we go through this record like track by track for our yeah, uh, music buzz listeners here. So yeah. I mentioned already that the the calling all you writers, man, is the spaghetti western vibe with the spooky steel and stuff. Uh, Love that, man. Love it. it. It's really great. You know, I, here's what I was thinking. I said, you know, if people that are in heaven, like musicians that have gone already, if they hear music that's coming out today, I think Johnny Cash would really like that. I'd like to hear him sing it too. You know, it'd be perfect. Yeah, it's a, it's a very very cool song, man. That's really cool. That that spooky uh, pedal steel is Smith Curry, and he's one of the baddest in the business. He's played with the best of them, um, and that was the first song written for it. I just I grabbed an acoustic and I said, you know, what are we doing here? Like we're calling people together. We're trying to inspire them, and I just hit an A minor, and and I thought Johnny Cash immediately. It's funny you say that, and I was just like, calling all you riders, a wild and brave and free, and it. The thing wrote itself, and uh, I've tried to also kind of keep this really kind of fun ribbon through our family, you know, because of course we have Midnight Rider uh, in Almond Bet's band. The 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 second single off our second record was Pale Horse Rider, which is also a very Western, cool feeling song. That song's amazing, but that song came out one night. I was outside uh, in a house uh, making cheeseburgers during covid like you know at the height of like april or something and that song came on and i was like man who the hell is that that's a that's a weird sounding song you know i turned it up and listened to it and I realized who it was like oh cool love that song man that that's on my top from 2020 if you look at my apple music you know it has the top songs it's in the top 10 so Devin, i met you in in kokomo and it was the, I guess it was 2019. It was before COVID because my buddy Stahl Vaughn was traveling with you guys and he introduced me to you and uh, I played on his record and I'm working on one with him now. Was he involved with that song? Pale Horse Rider was just Dwayne and I, we were, we kind of happened upon a little vibe with it. And, uh, 
it just kind of took on a life of its own. But Stahl did a lot of writing on that album. But yeah, just try try to keep this try to keep the writers in the in the canon of our family. You know, there's writer pops up here and there throughout. And see it all, man. What a what a cool, super catchy tune. And who's playing that raw guitar stuff, Devin? Is that you rocking on that? The rhythm guitar? The rhythm is Donovan just holding down that that whole song is built around that riff. Man, okay, because that's kick ass. Because I love the fucking rawness of that and the one on uh, We Belong too. That must be Donovan playing that too. That's that's some just fucking kick ass turn the amp up rhythm guitar love that shit it was really fun that was through an old 1949 orpheum uh guitar and uh it's got a great tone plugged straight into an amp and just kind of cranked it like you said and it was yeah it's really yeah it was was fun making that record it was cool badass well and see it all man all the layered background stuff that was a big one to mix man because i'll bet there's a, a wall of of guitar. We had the River Kittens um, do um, this whole like complex um, like oohs and ahs all the way through it, and and then there's horns. There, there's a lot going on in that track. There really is, but it's well mixed and it's well done. Very cool, very very cool. Um, and we belong. When I was listening to that, and I don't know if you guys are into this band, but it reminded me a lot of Arthur Lee's Love, the forever changes, the for sale period of that band. I loved it. I love the crunchy rhythm guitar again uh, and the 70s synth stuff that was in there. Just very cool, man. We haven't played that one live as much. I don't know why. It just, I don't know. The other songs click so much more in the in the live capacity, but mm. we're proud of that one too. And Maggie Rose really elevates it. Um, I would have ducked the synth line a lot more in retrospect. Like, I thought it was a little too, too in your face. I wanted it to be kind of more ghostly and far away. But, you know, that's how it is when we get done with projects. We, we all know you, you listen back and you, you know, Five months later, you're like, oh, I would have. You always do. You just got to let it go, man. You just got to let that shit go. I was really drawn to Electric Lady as a track. It was really well arranged and great vocal, too, by the way. I don't know who was singing. It's like Devin will sing the first line and I'll just kind of ghost him in the background and just. Re- yeah, that was we had a row, row, row your boat. Like it's been so long, so long, so long, so long. since I felt str- <laughs> like and it's so. There's not many songs that have that, and we love it. That's our favorite. And whose idea was it to put the backwards slide on there? We just were all in there thinking we should, you know. I think Luther. Yeah, Luther did the slide, and I'm like, somewhere we should have backwards guitar. That sounds Dickinson-like, yeah. His dad would have done something like that, That too. song is really awesome live. It takes on a life of its own. It goes, it really transposes into multi multitude of just uh, of uh, dynamics. It's really fun live. Every night's a little different. And it's just exciting to play that live. Well, I'm a big fan of Don Henley's voice, and you guys have that in spades. You got the same timbre on that song in terms of of delivery. It sounded great. I love that one. I I, I love that it's really haunting. You know. And following that with where you're going to run to was a nice pacing for the EP. I thought too. A smoking R&B stomper, man, punk kind of punky with the fifty days and fifty nights. It kind of reminded me like a mashup of. Hendrix and Steppenwolf and a little bit of Stooges thrown in there. Maybe, you know, the Stooges first record possibly, uh, but very cool. 
And nice. That was you, Devin, singing that, right? Yeah, that's 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 the one where I really get to kind of open the pipe. <laughs> that's that's one where uh, you just let it all hang out vocally. Now, both of you guys are busy after this thing's over, too, right? I mean, you get through this, you get through this set, this world record, and you you just what's after this for both of you guys? Uh, I got a gig actually the following weekend, believe it or not, and then I uh, go to Brazil in November. I have some dates uh, in Mexico early December, and then I, you know, I'm finishing up a new album and just. Staying busy, you know. I've got a uh, I've got a tour that's in its seventh year called the Almond Family Revival, and uh, it's where we celebrate Dad and his music. Um, and it's a coast coast tour, so that goes between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Um, this year is really special because we're we're rebranding uh, to to make it the Almond Betts Family Revival. So my cohort, uh, my cohort Dwayne Betts. We have an insane lineup this year. We have Luther Dickinson. We have Jackie Green. We have Anders, Anders Osborne, Sierra Hull, uh, Tull Wickenfeld on bass. Like, it's it's the sickest year that we've had. Um, really, really excited for that. Uh, and then I've got I've got my own label, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking at maybe signing my third artist. Um, my first artist, Jackson Stokes, we're going to put his record out in the fall. I've currently got three records in the vaults and uh, I'm going to, I'm going to start releasing those, you know, maybe once every six months or something and start getting them out there, but uh, staying busy. Have you worked with Tal before? I've known Tal since she was, uh, oh my God. I think I've known Tal since she was 18 because a lot of people, a lot of people don't know her, her origin story is she was like busking. Like she was like busking on the streets and, and O'Teal and Derek saw her and said, come sit in with the band tonight at the beacon. And she sat in, she sent the video to Jeff Beck and got the gig. And like, she always credits all my brothers as being like her springboard into her career. And obviously she's, she's a monster, but whenever I'm in LA, like, you know, we try to hang and, and go grab sushi and shit. She's, you know, she's been my buddy for a long, long time. I had some distant connection with, the Almond Brothers. I did hit in the note album cover for them. And that's my daughter on the cover, by the way. Are you kidding? Wow. That's so amazing, man. Wow. That's really, really cool. Well, everybody always thinks I'm on the cover as a little kid of uh brothers and sisters. So yeah, I could I could relate to this. You got the daughter on the cover of the uh, Megadeth album too, hanging from the clothesline. Yeah, I do. The fourth girl oh. from the left on that clothes. It's, it's it's an album they did called Euthanasia. Spelt Y O U T T H, and I have this Charlie. <laughs> they have this Char lady hanging babies that go off into the distance. It's pretty, pretty fucked up. It's pretty cool. That's, that's really great. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a long time metalhead. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Are you an Iron Maiden fan? Oh my God! Are you kidding me? I'm flying to Vancouver in October just to catch this tour that they haven't, they haven't put out the American dates. So. I'm a mm. mega fan. What what have you done for Maiden? X Factor, the 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 eviscerated torso of Eddie on the torture table, which was in my basement while my daughters were growing up. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. amazing. So who who gets behind your? I mean, I'm looking at different textures here. Donovan's covers are very art. The, the the cover of him walking slightly out of focus is lovely. The one of the very bizarre Chia Pet sort of hair hat thing going on who gets involved in 
how you guys look? Are you very, very hands-on or do you kind of let the label take care of that? I mean, I think we're both very hands-on, you know, and friends and family and people we know give us art and design and uh, graphics. And we just kind of go with the flow as the making of the record happens and whatever's whoever's around at the time. And yeah, what are you doing in October? You want to make an album? <laughs> to your question, without question. Ah, I love that. A little collab. My favorite album uh, album cover story was I, I had gotten signed, uh, I don't know, seven, eight years ago to do my first true solo record. And they were like, you know, what are you going to call it? What do you want the art to be? And I had picked the name Turquoise for the album. Yeah, good cover, too. Yeah. So what was wild, though, was they were like, well, there's a $2,000 budget for the cover. So just get it done. Get a good photographer, blah, blah, blah. I'm in the airport and I, I try on some shades. And I took a selfie. Yeah. And I was like, and then I, I went into an app and I washed the photo in turquoise. Yeah. And I sent it to him and I go, well, I, I want something like this. And they were like, yeah, that's great. You know, just get it done professionally. Well, I pocketed the two grand and I doctored up the photo and I submitted it and they took it. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> Stick nice, it to man. the man. Yeah. <laughs> so my album cover was a fucking selfie taken at LaGuardia. At sunglasses, at sunglasses hut. <laughs> Love it. Don't underestimate the the technology, man. I've done yeah. some. I won't say which projects, but I've done some projects using an Apple phone, and it, it's all down to kind of texture. I mean, a lot of images, you know, they don't need to be Herb Ritz or Annie Leibovitz. Hasselblad shots, you know. There's a lot of great stuff out there. Plus, that two grand was great, wasn't it? Hey, you know, at the time, two grand was. Two grand was really nice. Yeah, man. It's yeah. always really nice. It don't even matter. Right. It meant a hell of a lot more. A lot then. Oh, I get Woo. you. I get you. I'm always looking for album covers and 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 art and all that stuff. So, like, you know, fi find me. Like, get my info and hit me up. And I'll produce the album on my new uh, Apple um, iPhone 14. So don't don't worry. I thought you might do the entire artwork on your Apple Watch. <laughs> there you go Why we're not? gonna send him there's a great sunglasses shop uh downtown newcastle that uh, we can send you to here <laughs> they have four or five different pair in there like, yeah, to choose yeah. from yeah, yeah. it's called it's called shell kind of right in our budget <laughs> sounds right it's called bp yeah, yeah they, they they sell a little fuel on the side yeah. but it's mostly a sunglasses place right yeah. mm -hmm. and gatorade and, and hot dogs and Trojans. Yeah, yeah and Trojans. <laughs> and, jer and jerky. And jerky. And, and, and fresh and jerky. hot dogs, man. You don't let's not forget the sandwiches they've got in there. Oh, oh good. Man, well, I gotta say, man, I the night that so my band opened for you that night I was talking about back in 2019. And I we got a standing that. ovation that night from that crowd in Kokomo. And you guys did too. It was a wonderful, there's a packed park there in Kokomo. And I just gotta say, I can't wait to see you guys again on this thing, especially with Tao playing, but boy, nobody was disappointed with your show that night, man. It was really incredible. Fantastic. The whole band was great. So are the dates set for that project that Tao's playing on? Or yeah, I've got a show. I've got a show guys with that. So we'll have to go. Everything's on almondbetsfamilyrevival.com. Man, there it's already it's already cooking. Like uh, New York City at the Beacon, Sarasota for Dickie's 80th birthday that day. Macon, Georgia, like all those are heading to a sellout. So I think we're playing uh, Nashville, Indiana on yeah. that tour. Yeah, November November 26th. I do the marketing and the PR for that venue. So yeah, so yep, November 26th. Guys, thank you so much for joining us and best of luck as you continue on your adventure. Thank you so much. We'll connect again and uh, we'll do another interview if we pull this off.
Yeah. Let's do. Please. Yeah. Sounds- to, like to an extend uh, to extend a thank you to uh, to you guys for like you know being cool and knowing your shit. I think the last interview it was like so. Tell me, what does your music sound like? Oh God! <laughs> and, it was, and, then, and then and then it was like, yeah. can you tell me which one's Devin and which one's Donovan? Uh, it's like you've never listened to anything. Oh, yeah. You guys can have so much fun with that. We have a lot of fun with it. Good, good. You should. Before I lose you, I have to ask Donovan, what was the biggest wave you ever you you ever surfed? Well, I live in Hawaii. Uh, you know, I, I you know I definitely. You still live in Hawaii. Yeah. yeah, I still live in Kauai. Yeah. So it's like definitely, you know, 15, 20 foot faces. I was never one to go fucking on the, you know, like uh, where I, you know, there's a couple of times I was out in the water and I felt like, eh, I feel like I could die if I fucking stay out here. So, I, you know, I mean, in surfing, it's interesting because, uh, you know, if you're fit and you're, you're able and uh, willing to be out in those big waves, then you should be. But if you're feeling a little like you shouldn't be there, you could actually get in the way of somebody. And you guys could both get in trouble. So it's just like one of those unwritten unwritten rules. If you're out there, you better know how to save somebody or save yourself and not just be out there fucking trying to prove a point. You know, all those guys are such well-trained athletes that can hold their breath three, four, five, six minutes, and they feel so comfortable. But, um, you know, I like, I like to just really enjoy the ride. And I, I've ridden some, you know, some pretty big waves. But, um, you know, I just I just love enjoying the ride and surfing so I can surf another day, you know. You know, I didn't grow up in the right area. Lake Ontario doesn't have very big waves, so it didn't it didn't, it didn't <laughs> yeah. work out. I've always been fascinated by surfing that and I was a huge Beach Boy fan, though I understand only one member did surf, but just watching these people go down these like literally 30, 40 foot walls of water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a great feeling, you know, it's a great feeling riding a wave. You can even do it. Where you guys are at behind a boat, you know, you get a longboard and you just ride the wave. You know, a lot like that, that whole wake surfing thing is sort of the same sensation and feeling when you can just let go of the rope and you're just going along with the wave. I've done that at least. Yeah, yeah. It's really fun. Cool. And no sharks. When you're out in the water and it feels sharky and you don't see them, that's when you're like, uh oh. You know, oh, yeah. and it's pretty rare too that you see giant sharks. Usually those are the real smart ones and they're deep and they're, it's just like, sort of the um the younger ones or if it's like mating season or whatever but there's sharks everywhere you know it's, it's good to see them it's you know you see them everywhere well i don't <laughs> <laughs> not in white river down the road <laughs> we'll leave that to you man no sharks man <laughs> well it's great to meet you guys yeah, yeah good luck sure. man you, you guys can do this thing come on now we know you can we're rooting for you thanks guys thanks guys cheers take care we appreciate it it's nfl draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett.
Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.